Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 625 for May 1 through 15, 2023. A Scorpio lunar eclipse facing heavy opposition highlights the first half of May. We also have Mercury turning direct, Pluto retrograde, and believe it or not, 10 aspect patterns. Oh my gosh. This episode is sponsored by my book, the number one Amazon bestseller called Instant Divine Assistance, Your Complete Guide to Fast and Easy, Spiritual Awakening, Healing, and More. Just go to Amazon and search for Instant Divine Assistance or click the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein. I record these forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so take your pick. The video version includes detailed chart graphics, plenty of them this time, which you can also see in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. Be sure to subscribe to This Week in Astrology in your preferred app. And if you haven't already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. As of May 1st, the moon is waning, Mercury is retrograde through May 14, and we have three continuing aspect patterns. See details and links to all this in the show notes. On Monday, May 1st, Pluto turns retrograde at 1.08 p.m. EDT. That's at 0 degrees, 21 minutes Aquarius. More than five months will pass before the ruler of death and rebirth turns direct again on October 10th. That'll be around 28 degrees Capricorn. All retrogrades are not created equal. The closer a planet is to the sun, the more we tend to feel its retrograde effects. Pluto retrograde doesn't usually stir as much interest as the retrogrades of Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Then again, Pluto's squarely in the spotlight this year because of his initial foray into Aquarius. He entered Aquarius on March 23rd and will bounce between Capricorn and Aquarius for the next year and a half. For more on Pluto's transition into Aquarius, which is the most important astrological event of 2023, click the link in the show notes. With that noted, any Pluto retrograde is a good time to reflect on this planet's core themes. As it happens, they're exactly the same as the Scorpio themes I'll discuss on my May 5th lunar eclipse forecast coming later in this episode. So I'm going to steal some thunder from that interpretation and list them right now. Personal transformation, death and rebirth processes, shadow work, occult practices, intimate energetic connection, insurance, taxes, and inheritance, and shared resources of all kinds. Retrogrades and lunar eclipses both invite introspection and inner work, so both invite you to delve deeply into these areas. If you need some encouragement, most people find that emotional healing, whether you call it psychological, shamanic, or spiritual, is the fastest road to spiritual awakening. Planets are most powerful when they change directions. Pluto will powerfully catalyze any sensitive points in your chart at or after 27 degrees cardinal, that's Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, or between 0 and 3 degrees fixed, that's Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Among his effects as a transiting planet, Pluto encourages release or transformation in areas that are not optimized. He also offers power and wealth where you have properly set the stage. On Wednesday, May 3rd, I have been writing astrology forecasts for almost 20 years, but I don't think I've ever seen three unique aspect patterns all begin on the same day. Whoa. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Today's most important aspect pattern is a T-square with Mars, Jupiter, and Pluto. It starts today on May 3rd 
peaks on the 20th and ends on June 6th. However, the heart of this aspect pattern lasts almost twice as long. The square between Jupiter and Pluto came into orb, close enough to be felt, on April 18th, peaks on May 17th, and leaves orb on June 17th. Let's start with this Jupiter-Pluto square before we bring in Mars. Pluto can bring death, transformation, and eventually rebirth. Jupiter, our solar system's biggest gas giant, is all about expansion. So he can take whatever Pluto is doing and make it gargantuan. Ren Butler masterfully lays out these Jupiter-Pluto possibilities in his wonderful book. It's called The Archetypal Universe, Astrological Patterns in Human Culture, Thought, Emotion, and Dreams. I'm grateful that I can borrow from Ren's masterwork on planetary combinations with his permission to share these archetypal possibilities. Let's start with some positive Jupiter-Pluto potentials. Here we go. Great resources and potential, titanic evolutionary forces, the capacity for enormous success, empowerment through education, intensive urges to improve, the recognition that power either benefits all or none, an ethic of right makes might as opposed to might makes right, dramatic opportunities for regeneration and transformation, beneficial destruction, heavy experiences with a positive outcome, the long trip into and through the underworld of the psyche, triumph through facing death, intense idealism, the faith to move mountains, empowered activism or philanthropy, the urge to share one's transformative experiences with the larger culture, the power of truth. Obviously, this Jupiter-Pluto square has plenty of upside potential, but we're also wise to stay alert to its darker possibilities. These include extreme material or spiritual ambition, a tendency to feel high and mighty which threatens those in authority, an obsession with glory and greatness, political drama, delusions of superiority, opportunities to abuse power, runaway power trips, inclinations to act as a law unto yourself, the power elite, plutocracy, obsessive righteousness, fanaticism and overkill, misplaced moral urgency, religious or other dogma, ideals of betterment and progress as a reason to dominate other people and nature, or stupendous waste of shared resources. So, this Jupiter-Pluto square can be used for good or ill. Earth is a free will zone, so we each get to make our choices. Now, let's discuss the Mars-Jupiter-Pluto T-square. The first effect of adding Mars is to make the Jupiter-Pluto effects even stronger. Mars encourages you to take assertive action toward any of the Jupiter-Pluto possibilities you choose to focus on. Jupiter and Pluto also ramp up the natal meanings of Mars. They can supercharge your activities as a warrior, pioneer, entrepreneur, or sexual being. With Mars moving from Cancer to Leo halfway through this T-square, you can further fine-tune how you work with it. With Mars in Cancer through May 20th, you can energize the themes of family, home, security, emotions, and shadow work. With Mars in Leo May 21st through the rest of the T-square and beyond, you can boost your activities as a leader or entertainer to the next level. 
Thanks for staying with me for that T-square deep dive. Fortunately, it won't take nearly as long to discuss the two other aspect patterns starting today on Wednesday, May 3rd. We'll begin with a mystic rectangle, including Mars, Ceres, Neptune, and Pluto. Two of the planets in this aspect pattern are also in the T-square we just looked at, but Mars and Pluto have a softer tone in this partnership with Ceres and Neptune. This three-week mystic rectangle starts on May 3rd, peaks on the 15th, and ends on the 25th. Mars is in Cancer for most of this aspect pattern, including its peak, so we'll interpret it accordingly. This mystic rectangle could increase your empathic sensitivity. Mars in Cancer can fire up your emotional sensitivity, while Neptune can dissolve the energetic boundary between you and other beings. This can open you to the full range of emotional possibilities, but with Pluto and Ceres also present, both associated with emotional trauma and shadow work, don't be surprised if you feel more of other people's pain. This could trigger your unprocessed trauma. Since this is a fundamentally harmonious aspect pattern, you can process this heavy energy more easily and harmoniously. If you don't already have a technique that lets you do this quickly and easily, I recommend my free healing invocation. It delegates the healing work to your higher self, which can do it far more capably than your ego ever could. The healing invocation has helped thousands of people and might help you too. It is linked in the show notes, or you can go to astroshaman.com. On the menu bar, you'll see the words instant divine assistance. Just click those and it'll take you into that free course where you can learn about the healing invocation and more. This mystic rectangle can also help you take definitive action to manifest your dreams and visions. Mars represents action, while Cancer revs up the emotional power that can potentize manifestation. Neptune in Pisces, the sign it's in, represents imagination and visualization. Finally, both Pluto and Ceres represent abundance and wealth. This is an awesome Law of Attraction setup. For a link to my little post on Law of Attraction, check out the show notes. Additionally, this mystic rectangle can support bold, heartfelt action in the areas of sacred sex, spiritual awakening, and the expression of your inspired creativity. The third and final aspect pattern starting today, here on May 3rd, is a two-week kite with Venus, Saturn, and the lunar nodes. It peaks on May 12th and ends on the 18th. First off, this harmonious aspect pattern can help you manifest any of the core meanings of Venus, relationships, creativity, and money. With Venus in Cancer, let your heart show you where to focus. And since the North Node is this aspect pattern's focal point, ask if your activities align with your life purpose. Additional uses for this aspect pattern include practical relationships and creative productivity. As if three aspect patterns starting in one day wasn't enough, we have a fourth, but it's peaking. Since its planets are also in today's new aspect patterns, you'll recognize many repeating themes. What are your money, relationship, and artistic fantasies? A peaking T-square can help you manifest your inner visions. It includes Venus, Ceres, and Neptune. It started on April 26th, peaks today on May 3rd, and ends on May 10th. Venus, at the T-square's focal point, potentiates the themes of finance, creativity, and relationships. Venus is also in Gemini, which represents the mental focus you'll use to make these visions real. 
Ceres, the grain goddess, energizes harvest and abundance. She's in Virgo, which can help you develop a detailed manifestation strategy and implement it systematically. The third corner of this T-square is Neptune in Pisces. The planet and sign both represent visualization and imagination. They also represent the divine inspiration that might have kindled your visions in the first place. This T-square also holds a more challenging possibility. A challenging relationship interaction might trigger an old trauma. Neptune's darker potentials might be involved. One possibility includes gaslighting or deception. This could involve someone lying to you now or an older prevarication tied to an unhealed trauma. If this is happening, Ceres represents the old emotional wound, while Venus represents the interaction that triggers it. As previously mentioned, my free healing invocation might help you quickly heal any such challenges that arise. I'll tell you all about the Scorpio lunar eclipse right after this. Experience divine assistance to a better life with my Gentle Yoga Warriors podcast appearance. I'm excited to be featured on this wonderful podcast. Its full name is The Gentle Yoga Warriors, Conscious Conversations to Help You Grow and Discover Who You Are. The episode lasts 39 minutes. The topics we discuss include what is divine assistance and how can you access it, the fastest and easiest way to awaken, why it's a game changer to walk around in embodied awakening, how to achieve the maximum embodied awakening that serves highest good, how I got the idea for my book, how I became a shaman, and finally, near the end of the episode, I guide you in my embodied awakening invocation so you can experience it for yourself. Click the link in the show notes to listen now. One more message before we go back to the forecasting. My number one Amazon bestseller has received 111 ratings. Feast on that, you numerologists, on Amazon, and 87% are five-star. The reviews just keep on coming. The book is, of course, Instant Divine Assistance, Your Complete Guide to Fast and Easy Spiritual Awakening, Healing, and More. I'm delighted to share this recent five-star Amazon review from P. Neary. He titled it, No BS, The Invocations Work. He says, quote, I say he, I, it could be a he or a she with the initial P, but P. Neary says, this book is by far the fastest way to start experiencing divine intervention with all the benefits and no negatives. It's so simple. To say the invocations Benjamin provides. I physically felt the energy from my higher self enter into my head and illuminate my third eye. This book should be read by everyone. It's a gift to humanity. End quote. The ebook is only $3.99 and included with Kindle Unlimited. The paperback is only $12.99. All right, back to the forecast. On Friday, May 5th, a Scorpio lunar eclipse faces heavy opposition. There's a lunar eclipse at 1.34 p.m. EDT, that's at 15 degrees Scorpio. Most of its aspects are directly across the circle from the moon, inspiring the headlines reference to heavy opposition. A lunar eclipse is a turbocharged full moon whose effects last at least six months. Like any Scorpio full moon, this eclipse is great for release or adjustment in the following areas. You're going to recognize these from earlier. Personal transformation, death and rebirth processes, shadow work, occult practices, intimate energetic connection, insurance, taxes, and inheritance, and shared resources of all kinds. The moon is about nine degrees from the south node. 
The distance from the luminaries to the lunar nodes is one of several factors that determine the strength of an eclipse. Since the nodes can be about 18 degrees away during an eclipse, this distance creates a moderately strong effect. According to timeanddate.com, this is a penumbral lunar eclipse. This takes place when the moon moves through the faint outer part of Earth's shadow called the penumbra. This is less dramatic than other types of lunar eclipses and is often mistaken for a regular full moon. This eclipse will not be visible in the Americas. Regions seeing at least some parts of the eclipse include Europe, Asia, Australia, Africa, and Antarctica. To learn more about the astronomy of this eclipse, click the link in the show notes. Aspects. As I've already mentioned, most of this eclipse's aspects are oppositions to the moon. The opposing planets are all in Taurus. Apart from the sun, the moon's tightest opposition is to Uranus. The orb or exactness of this aspect is about four degrees. Uranus encourages you to embrace what's unique and different about yourself and share it with others as appropriate. Uranus rules intuitive hits, the most reliable guidance there is, so follow this inner wisdom as much as possible. Finally, Uranus would love you to serve others using your unique gifts and talents you most love to use. The low side of Uranus can express as anxiety, nervousness, or irritability. If you feel such symptoms, redirect this Uranian energy to its higher expressions. Other oppositions. The moon's opposition to Taurian Mercury encourages you to reconsider any ideas you've been stubbornly clinging to, but which don't serve your highest good. But if a particular form of ideation, learning, or communication is in alignment, stick with it. The moon Vesta opposition asks what release or adjustment would serve highest good regarding any higher causes you're selflessly supporting. Other aspects. This eclipse's tightest aspect, apart from the exact sun-moon opposition, with a two-degree orb is a 135-degree Venus sesquare. What changes would improve your relationships, creative expression, or finances? The moon is loosely trying Mars, but their connection is stronger than it might seem. This is because these two planets are in mutual reception. This simply means that they're in signs that are ruled by each other. Mars is in Cancer, which is ruled by the Moon, and the Moon is in Scorpio, which has Mars as its ancient ruler. This trine adds flowing, harmonious vitality to your full Moon goals. It can also energize your ability to feel your emotions more deeply. This can encompass the entire emotional spectrum, from joyful to challenging. If you're feeling challenging emotions from an old trauma, my free healing invocation could help you clear it once and for all. You already know how to find that. Challenging emotions could also be catalyzed by this lunar eclipse's final aspect, a loose moon Chiron quincunx. But if you make the right adjustment, this aspect could also help you step more fully into your role as a healer or wisdom giver. On Monday, May 8th, as I mentioned earlier, a kite started on May 3rd with Venus, Saturn, and the lunar nodes. Today, Mercury joins the kite, conjunct the north node in Taurus. Mercury remains part of the kite until it ends on May 18th. This aspect pattern was already about manifesting any of the core meanings of Venus, relationships, creativity, or money that align with your life purpose. Happily, Mercury adds another important law of attraction element, mental focus. Mercury's placement in persevering Taurus can help you keep your mind centered on what you're manifesting. Creative writing and speaking are also supported. On Tuesday, May 9th, 
I already did an in-depth interpretation of the T-square with Mars, Jupiter, and Pluto earlier in this episode, but today this T-square teams up with the lunar nodes. This expands this aspect pattern into astrology's most potent aspect pattern, a grand cross. It looks like a geometrical square. Fortunately, everything I've already said about the T-square also applies to this enhanced aspect pattern. The addition of the lunar nodes mainly encourages you to use the T-square to support your life purpose. With the north node in Taurus, it's also a reminder to persevere where that serves your highest good. As a reminder, the T-square started on May 3rd. This Grand Cross starts today on May 9th and remains merged with the T-square until both call it a day on June 6th. On Thursday, May 11th, can't these aspect patterns leave well enough alone? Apparently not, since a third aspect pattern grows into something bigger today. The mystic rectangle that started on May 3rd blossoms into an envelope. The mystic rectangle started on May 3rd and includes Mars, Ceres, Neptune, and Pluto. The new kid in town is the Sun, which creates the aspect pattern's focal point. It joins the other planets to form the envelope today on May 11th, both aspect patterns end on May 25th. As I said earlier in this episode, the key themes of the mystic rectangle are empathic and emotional sensitivity, as well as healing emotional trauma. You can take definitive action to manifest your dreams and visions, and you can take bold, heartfelt action in the areas of sacred sex, spiritual awakening, and the expression of your inspired creativity. So what does the sun add to the party? If you want to do any of this in a more public way, it can help you step into the spotlight as a leader or entertainer. The sun is in Taurus through May 20th, helping you persevere and open more deeply to your five senses. The sun shifts to Gemini on May 21st in the waning aspect pattern's final days. This can help you focus your mind more precisely on what you're manifesting with this envelope. On Friday, May 12th, the Venus-Saturn lunar nodes kite that started on the 3rd of May peaks today on the 12th and ends on the 18th. On Sunday, May 14th, Mercury turns direct at 11.17 p.m. EDT around 6 degrees Taurus. It went retrograde on April 21st around 16 degrees Taurus. Once Mercury turns direct, it's usually a good time to start acting on the things you reflected on while it was retrograde. However, Significant new action is best initiated during a waxing moon. You might enjoy better initiation energy if you can wait five days for the new moon on May 19th. As a reminder, here are some things I suggested contemplating in my Mercury retrograde forecast. This Mercury retrograde took place entirely within Taurus, so this was a good time to contemplate your finances and possessions. How are money matters? Are there specific things you need for business or personal use, or are you in more of a downsizing phase? Taurus excels at stubborn persistence. In which parts of your life does this serve your highest good? Are there areas where old patterns really should be revised or released? Taurus rules the five senses, nature, and just being. Are you relishing the sights, sounds, smells, tastes, and touch sensations available to you? Are you spending enough time soaking in the peacefulness and balance the natural world can give you? And are you letting yourself just be long enough to fully relax and recharge? Mercury aspected six planets as it turned retrograde, the Moon, Uranus, Juno, 
Mars, Saturn, and Chiron. If you'd like to take action based on any of those planetary themes, click the link in the show notes to learn more about them. Also, on Sunday, May 14th, the kite with Mercury, Venus, Saturn, and the lunar nodes that started on the 8th, peaks today on the 14th, and ends on the 18th. And on Monday, May 15th, the mystic rectangle with Mars, Ceres, Neptune, and Pluto that started on May 3rd, peaks today on the 15th, and ends on the 25th. Also, learn fast and easy tools for awakening, healing, and more, gain wisdom from enlightening guests, and enjoy mind-bending ayahuasca stories. It's all on my Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. New episodes drop around the 9th and 23rd of each month. Recent episodes include the inner counselor process with spiritual psychologist Shannon South, and why isn't my higher self driving yet? Click the link in the show notes or search for Awaken, Heal, and Thrive wherever you get audio or video podcasts. The events in my Awakening Plus online membership range from bubble bath gentle to shamanically intense. They support your individual healing and awakening as well as global spiritual awakening. We also have community-focused events where members ask questions and connect with each other. Not a member yet? Join one of our free events. Two calls are open to the public each month. Experience how Awakening Plus can accelerate your personal evolution. Hundreds of satisfied members make up our supportive online community. Would Awakening Plus also be a good fit for you? As of May 2023, members receive these exclusive benefits. At least nine of our monthly Zoom events are members only. Some members attend lots of live events, while some don't do any. Many members prefer to experience our events when it's best for them, choosing from an archive of over 550 life-transforming experiences. Amazingly, the recorded events are just as powerful as the live ones. We even have an easy-to-use best-of guide to help you choose the event that will help you most right now. There are three major courses so far, with more coming. A Members Helping Members Service. You can pair up with an accountability partner if you wish. You get constant support from the Awakening Plus group energy field, and that's not even all the benefits. Click the link in the show notes to learn more, or go to awakeningplus.com. That's awakening, P-L-U-S dot com. Thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn about all this and more at astroshaman.com. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is benjamin at astroshaman.com and my phone number is 828-338-9852. I'd love to hear from you. We're wrapping up. Please leave me a five-star rating, review, or comment wherever you get this episode so others who also love astrology and spirituality can find it. And be sure to check out my book and my Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. Thanks again for spending this time with me. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.